This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial Partners. If you'd like more information about what we're here during our show today, give us a call at 719-210-4242. This is at our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. And while at our website, click on the radio page check out our past shows, subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music. Today, we're going to be talking about planning for women. Like many people, you might wonder, why just women? Don't men and women mostly have the same retirement planning needs? And the answer to that is, well, sort of, but not not so much really. Today's show is not just for women. It's also for men who want to make sure that their spouses are taken care of if they die first. So there's a lot of great things that can help you with your your spouse if you pay attention, okay? Here's what you need to know most likely. But before we get into that, let me introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore, who always takes care of his wife. Oh, well, yeah. And uh, wow. Uh, let me get this straight, Chris. You're starting yeah. off today's show by reminding me that I'm going to die before my wife. Yes. Probably. Yes. <laughs> and probably uh, six years before she dies. Probably six years. And then if, if you're like me, I'm, I'm older than my wife. So it's going to be a long time. My wife's going to live probably 15 to 20 years past me. You know, I am convinced that Tara and our listeners and viewers know Tara Nolan, you know, your partner in business and your partner in marriage there. Your spouse is going to, she is going to outlive us all. <laughs> and anyone oh, yeah. listening, no matter your current age, Tara will outlive you. Even those 20 somethings out there, I got news for you. I don't see her slowing down or stopping at any given time. No, no. She's always moving. <laughs> her grandmothers both live past 90. Her wow. Probably going to live past, you know, 95. So wow. I wouldn't be surprised if she reaches 100. Yeah. She's going strong. Yeah. And women do, I mean, all the studies show women outlive men typically. So it is important to note that. So I I imagine that's one of your points right there. Women have to spend more time in retirement. So they're going to need more money, yet they have more roadblocks or a, a little tougher hill to climb, so to speak, than men do. And so, you know, I know a lot of people are my age, I should say, have seen maybe their mother or grandmother face retirement challenges that are unique to women, right? Right. And so because women uh, live longer, I mean, uh, typically life expectancy is now over 79 years and uh, men's like 73 and a half. But when we do planning factors, we add 10 to that easy because a lot of what draws life expectancy down is, is cancer and maybe some kind of thing that's going to be, that's part of their genetic makeup, right? Because of those things, we have to plan for more. So that is a lot more income you have to plan for 
in retirement because you're going to live so much longer. And then when, so it, once that man dies, you might lose uh, that person's pension income. The social security benefits are going to go down to, to one. Now you're going to get whichever one is the higher. So like it, if, if Tara happens to die before me, I'll get her social security because she's made more money than I have. But it goes the other way. If the man in the marriage has worked a higher paying job for longer, then that's going to be a higher social security and that's going to come to the spouse. And But then the one that you have is going to go away. So you're going to go down to one. So that's a very important thing to note when you're planning for your retirement income for your whole life, right? So the longer you live, you're also going to have additional health care needs, possibility of long-term care, and that can have a huge impact on finances. Yeah, I mean, people are living longer. And when you think about longevity and that time horizon you're going to have, and then the complexities that come with funding that long-term care. And we've talked about that before right. in the show, but the reason there's a reason we keep bringing it up is because it's something a lot of people aren't properly planning for or prepared for, right? That's right. And it's one of the biggest issues for families to have to deal with if you've got a long-term care situation with a family member, and then that's going to start to fall to maybe the kids to yeah. pay that bill if the money's not there. That's and, me. And then that, now they've got a house payment they weren't planning on having. And it's yeah. and that's what the, the cost of it is, is, is like having another house payment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or worse. Or we were worse. talking before the show. I mean, uh, you know, you have someone and a loved one in a nice memory care facility. It can cost up yeah. to $12,000 a month. Yeah, memory so. care adds about half yeah. to long-term care because of the extra attention that has to happen because people with memory issues, they, they really can't do anything for themselves. No. They just don't really understand what's They need 24-hour care, and that's it's right. that's tough. Well, and, and you know, the thing is, is uh, you know what I like to say? The good news is we're living longer. Yes. The bad, the bad news is we're living longer. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, 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 and uh, women are usually going to outlive their spouses. So they're going to be the one that has to, everything's going to fall to them at some point. Um, and so that's, that's what we've seen. We've got a lot of uh, uh, widow clients or yeah. clients that have divorced late in life. Cause they're like, I didn't realize how much this guy was holding me back in life. <laughs> They're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy's a jerk. <laughs> Have you been all talking sudden, to my wife? All of a sudden, well, they, they hit retirement and they don't want to live together anymore. I'm like, what happened? That's so, weird. That guy's a jerk. <laughs> I'm around him more. I don't like oh, him. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's too bad. Hopefully that's, that doesn't happen all the time. I know that's not going to happen for, uh, for you and Tara or for Sarah and I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, for whatever reason, um, women need to have more education about retirement and uh, how they're going to manage their finances um, in retirement. And so in the traditional um, style of, of family, a lot of, a lot of times the, the, the man is the one focusing on retirement funds and making sure that those are there. 
and and so the, the 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 ladies have not gotten involved, and so we really need them to get involved. We need them to, uh, you know, start yeah. educate themselves through uh, books and through you know articles and magazines, things like that. Come into a financial services professional and just have a chat, you know do something to 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 start to have a perspective about what you have how that can work for you in retirement and then where all that money is going to come from to do the things you needed to do what are all the what are all the things in retirement that that you're going to have to account for um and then how where's that money going to come from do you do you know you know the account numbers for where the money is do you do you know how to access that money um, all those kind of things need to be addressed. Yeah. Um, and communication when it comes to all that is is key. And I know yeah. that's something that you and Tara help your clients with and help them do and put a plan in place. You even have tools that you utilize right. to help your clients uh, where the information can be in one secure location and get everybody on the same page. So really quick before we move on, and we've got a lot to talk about all right. uh, uh, regarding women's retirement planning needs. How can our listeners get a hold of you and set up that there's, it's a no charge. There's no obligation. Leave yep, your checkbook right. at home. Uh, they can get a, you know, you have a couple of meetings, you get a plan in place and talk about whether, you know, you want to do this moving forward. If this makes sense for you, great. Uh, but they need a plan in place. How can they get a hold of you? So they can reach us at 719-210-4242. Give us a call there and we'll set up that complimentary consultations. That 719- 2104242 go check us out check us out online at our website nolanfinancialpartners.com um, all right so one of the other things that for for women is a lot of them have uh are still experiencing the wage gap did you know that yeah oh yeah very I, much so i didn't know that till i was reading an article that we still have a wage gap of 83% now that's a lot better than it was in the early uh, 2000s, I think it was like at 70%. So, the reason you uh, and I didn't know that is because our wives uh, make about 10 times more than we do. I yeah. mean, General General Nolan there, General Tara Nolan, she's... <laughs> but they, they put in the work. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. You and I are recording radio shows. Uh, where are our wives right now? Well, yeah. mine's, in, mine's working in Africa, and uh, Tara's probably off saving the world, she's, too. She's yeah, she's she's figuring out her plans for her next uh, trip to Germany. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So. So, yeah. So it, it all depends. Right. Everybody's got a unique structure. And sure. so and so that's why um, having a, um, an actual um, financial service professional can help people because you get something just for you. It's not out of a book that is made for a lot of people. It's not, not cookie cutter. Not cookie cutter. Cookie cutter advice is the wrong advice, my friend. It is. When it comes to finances, everybody's situation is different. So unique. Everybody's yeah. so unique. Uh, um, yeah. It's more unique than a fingerprint. Yes. <laughs> well, and then there is another study that talks about women and in investing, right? So women in investing, um, they're less confident about investing and they focus on taking care of bills paying off loans and making sure that they, they don't have debt 
and those kind of things. And they, and they put off uh, investing for retirement. And that's, that's not how you invest for retirement. You, because of the way investing for retirement works, time is on your side if, if you start now, right? Or if you started 20 years ago. So um, don't, don't wait until everything is done to start retire, um, investing money for retirement. Um, uh, do, do it now or do it 20 years ago, but now, now works too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like I always say, best time to plant a tree 20 years ago, 20 years ago, second best time to plant a tree today. So yeah, that's, that's important. Well, one of the other things I found about the the women that come to us is they do want to really learn. And so they, when they start learning about finances, they just gobble the information up and, and they understand it. And then they, uh, they start to apply it and they outperform the, the men when they are investing because, because they've taken the time to learn it and understand it and be engaged with it. Yeah. Um, so you're yeah. saying uh, I should let my, let Sarah take over all the finances and investing at this point, right? Yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure you're going to be able to get her to do that. Uh <laughs> But no, we're but, in it together. We we do those <laughs> things together. We we approach them together. We we learned that lesson long ago. So, um, nice. but it sounds like you know this episode. It sounds like it's another episode of uh, why don't men ask for directions? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so so men will overhear things and conversations. Yeah. You know, the, the water cooler type conversations or uh, sitting in. Uh, front of a you know if you're a pilot sitting in front of a cockpit and people are talking about things as you overhear things oh yeah i should do that and they just think they should do that because they overheard it somewhere yeah they, they or some talking on head on yeah. tv says oh man you got to do yeah. this this is a great investment uh you know i mean well, don't get hot stock tips from people on tv and i'm not gonna name no. names jim kramer but uh the uh <laughs> well, and and uh, stock tips from guys that like they're at Shark Tank. You know, they have their yeah. little stock tip things. Yeah. Um, that one guy that I I remember he, but he these people have expendable have lots of expendable income, right? They sure. Have, they don't have to worry about food, housing, um, any of those things. All that's yeah. covered, and they can take risk. You know, to, to them. Yeah. You know, five, $5 million is like $5 to you and I, so they can, right. you know, are you willing to risk $5 to quantuple your quantuple your money? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like, uh, yeah, yeah. I I'd be willing to risk $5 if I thought I could pass, if there's even a chance I could, you know, get 10 times back, but, right. uh, that's what they're looking at with 5 million. So you can't even, it's crazy to look at what they're saying because you can't yes. take that kind of risk, obviously. No. I mean, the, no. the average person. I mean, they've got – those are billionaires, right? I mean, Mark Cuban just sold a basketball team. He bought it for a few hundred thousand. I, I forget what yeah. it was, like 800,000 or, or not a thousand million. Uh, he cheap. bought it for, yeah. yeah, it was cheap, maybe 300 million, even. I forget what the buying right. price, I think it was three or six. And then he sold it for like uh, B, 
billions. So yeah. the profits he made on that were outrageous, right? Outrageous. Not 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 to say, not to. Uh, uh, he also had income off of it the whole time, right? Right. He also money. made it. He made money. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of cost involved. So, you know, he may not be making as much money as some people think where they really make money with those sports teams is when they sell. Of course, that's because it's crazy how much in value it went up uh, in the short time, really. I mean, relatively short speaking, you know, uh he made a lot of money on that deal. And I'm not disparaging that at all. I I think it's great. He's a smart, these are smart business guys. But I mean, for the average person to say, wow, he's rich. I should listen to what he does. It's like, no, I I should buy a sports team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. Well, Hey, if you've got the money and can get the investors, maybe you should, but uh, uh, I wouldn't do it now. I mean, yeah, people see that and they think I'll buy a team now and I'll make that much money. Well, what if they don't go up in value like they used to, you know, I mean, he, he hit, he hit it when it's right. And these guys, you know, a lot of them get lucky. Um, So Uh, sports sports teams were so cheap to buy in the eighties because they weren't doing well. Right. And even into the nineties, even in the nineties, a lot of sports teams were not doing well. The NBA was really struggling at the point where viewership was low, ad revenues had dropped and he bought, a team because he wanted to own a team and uh smart. I mean, now he cashed yeah. in and he, and you know, th- that's smart. He bought low and sold high, but the average investor, you know, you and I, the you and I's of the world, Chris, uh, you know, uh, we, the we, ni- we panic 90- and we sell yeah. when the market's down. <laughs> I forget the stat. It's crazy. Like 92% of all people uh, buy high and sell low. Yep. When it comes to the market, it's like, it's unbelievable. Right. And it's just those other, you know, it's the five percenters that are only buying low and only buying high. Yep. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, Let's get back to our topic, women. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and so one, uh, women one know a lot about investing or they, they can do better if they, they do learn about it, right? They do. And so the, the thing that they really need to focus on is participating in a retirement plan or an IRA. So um, even if you don't have an income, if your spouse does, you can open up a personal IRA or a personal Roth um, as long as his income is more than uh, $15,000 a year, right? So you can open up one, a retirement plan ev- even if you don't work, okay? Uh, there's some spousal rules where you can do that. So I encourage everybody to take advantage of that. A lot of people don't know that. I, I, I actually have some clients that their their spouse works just so they can put money into personal retirement plan. I don't tell them any different. I'm, 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 what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, I don't want to let the, let the chickens out of the hen house for the get for everybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but if they're listening to the show now, they know um, you can ha- contribute without working. Um, oh, so, make re- so yeah. So in you, in, in this vein of things, you need to make retirement planning a priority. By starting that, you'll start to learn, right? Um, now, here's some of the biggest common regrets that we've heard is not being involved in the retirement planning process with the spouse or partner. 
when they have a meeting, find, c- come in with them. We always invite the entire family. Yeah. It's not, it's not, you know, I say yeah. entire family. Sometimes the kids come too. It's yeah. Fine, but the, you know? the, the, the we'll women out there, should, the women out there should not <laughs> stay at home and let their spouse handle it. And the men no. shouldn't do that either. If you're in uh, if you have a spouse or a partner, you've got to come in together. You've got to communicate and learn That's together right. And both be equally involved or you're going to run into problems, aren't you? Right. And then so that in that in that meeting with your financial services provider or your professional, you will um, start to learn things. And then you can have that conversation together with a third party there so that you have you have somebody to help kind of referee that discussion and nobody's going to try and dominate the other or do things like that. Um, so that it, it becomes some counseling sometimes when people find out what's going on with the finances. Um, but that that's okay. We, we can work through it. And, and we have with so many couples and they've gotten to better agreements on, on money and it really has strengthened uh, a lot of partnerships, right? Right. Yeah. And I I think that's a really good point uh, that you make there. And, you know, participate in the process, work with a financial services professional like yourself. Don't be afraid to ask questions and don't wait until your debt is paid off before you start saving for retirement. Right. Right. You've said that before many times on the show. Don't wait. You think, well, I've got to pay down this debt first. I can't pay anything toward retirement. I mean, uh, like you say, paying off debt is important, but you've got to start saving for retirement. And one of the things I like best uh, about Mm -hmm. working with a financial professional and and, uh, you and Tara is that uh, you tell people, you tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. And what you're doing (laughs) isn't based on emotion, right? No, right. That's right. So we need to to take emotion a little bit out of the equation. Not that not that we're going to take it all out, but we need to to look at it from a little bit higher perspective, and so that we can make sure that everybody's taken care of. So we need to figure out how to best protect our spouses, right? Whatever the surviving spouse is, uh, we need to make sure that that whatever income loss is going to happen when somebody uh, leaves the partnership. Um, you know, how is, how are they, how is the surviving spouse going to be taken care of? Yeah. It's not a cheery topic. Yeah. It's it's a terrible topic, (laughs) (laughs) but, and nobody, and that's why nobody plans for it because they don't want to think about it. They put it off, but you have to plan for the eventual loss of one of the spouses, what's going to happen. And that typically is the woman, but whether it's a woman or man, like you say, but typically uh, women are left without their spouse. So you have to plan for that, right? You have to plan for that. You've got to make sure that um, if, if retirement pensions are going to go away, how is that surviving spouse going to manage that? One of the social security uh, payouts is going to go away. So here's, here's a good tip is maybe whoever has the higher earnings in social security is going to get the most money out of social security. Wait until age 70 to claim it. That way you get the, the biggest uh, value coming out of social security that you can. So the surviving spouse will get that social security and that can help make up for losses in other places. 
Yeah, there you go. And so uh, a lot of social security planning comes into it. There are spousal um, benefits and strategies that can be used. uh, And that can help with the loss of a spouse because you're going to lose one of those social security payments. Yep. You know, uh, if a spouse passes, uh, but you want to be able to keep the higher of the two and you want to make sure whoever has the ability can maximize that payment. So it's larger, right? You don't want to leave your spouse with a small social security payment. Uh, That's really going to hurt. So uh, I mean, and you've noted that, you know, today a spouse with less lifetime earnings uh, Mm -hmm. can claim social security through the higher earning spouse. Uh, Why don't you tell us just a little bit more about how that works? So how that works is, um, when you're when you reach full retirement age, that that is kind of uh, the bogey when we talk to start talking about clients about where they should try to reach that because even if you're working, um, your Social Security can can start to augment your income and there won't be any extra taxes before you hit that age of full retirement. Your if you're still working, then your your Social Security can get. Uh, basically taken away from you through a, a tax situation. So make sure that you understand that. And make then, it easy on your loved ones that are left. And in most cases, like we said, that's women. That's why we're talking about this. But uh, you don't want to leave your loved ones in a bad situation. And you know what? We're out of time. Oh, wow. Chris, it flew by. But I want you to let our listeners know how they can get a plan in place. Or if they just have questions, I know you love sitting down and talking to people about these things, uh, about what they can do for retirement income planning, what they can do for investment planning. Um, look at the, you know, looking at tax burdens later on and minimizing that. There are a lot of strategies for women out there. You want to empower women in retirement. And I know you and Tara, yes, that's a big passion. Uh, of yours both. So how can our listeners get a hold of you? So if you have any questions or concerns about what you might need for retirement, social security, or your financial strategy, uh, please go out to our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. Call our office at 719-210-4242. We can set up that uh, personal complimentary consultation uh, That number is 719-210-4242. It's all our our goal to help you prepare for your retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Great show. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Chris McKinney. Join us again next time for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.